Blog Talk Radio. Yes! I put this shit on my mama. Uh, shit, 
Let me go to the damn email, get his name right. Um, Dornberg. Dornberg, you're in there, right? Uh, you've heard his stuff on this show, or maybe you haven't, but he does, uh, I guess, like synth music. It's kind of, I'm not, no. I'm going to play it next week, and you guys will hear it and judge what kind of, what the genre is. But Retward is from Germany. And he's got a new song out. And when he drops new stuff, he sends it to us and says, hey, could you play it on your show and tell people where they can find it? So um, you can go to press.retward.com, and that's R-E-T-T-W-A-R-D.com. But he's got a a new song, Manic Moon Days, and we'll play it next week. But again, drop us an email at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. And speaking of C-E-E Hawk, follow along, listen along, chat along, watch along. Go to Cam's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Seahawk. And uh, join that group of folks. Some, some good ones in there. <laughs> yeah, that chat keeps me in stitches. Uh, join the chat. Watch along. Listen along. Follow that way. Uh, send the link out. Tell your friends about it. You know, yep, again, y'all know how it works. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You will see us among the family of Torch fan pages. So please go give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, get the conversation started that way. All right. All the ads and plugs and activities are out of the way. Cameron, welcome back to the East Coast cast. Yeah, man. We, we are back for another week. Um, whew, the energy's here. I feel it. Yo, it's about yeah. to come down. It's about to be what, six? They ain't here since May, so it's about to be like eight weeks worth of pent-up moisture. Just Not the, not the tit- moisture. The, the juice is about to get titillated and fall down upon thee. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. This is like, it's funny, like, this is the first week in, in a minute we got together, and we weren't, like, together over the weekend watching the wrestling. Um, so, you know, yeah. we are... Uh, Still a bunch of a bunch of stuff going on. It's my audio is a bit low. Okay, let me say more words louder. Is that better? It's not worse, is but you better? were you were you were okay. Uh, okay. I was fid- fiddling around for for something yeah. minuscule. I turned up a little bit on the stream. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we got I, another 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 couple couple milli were found just. Yeah, or, or the evidence oh. of a couple, another couple million dollars, oh. five million dollars, I think, is another Vince McMahon payoff, or I think two compi- uh, uh, com- comprising of five million dollars. Or yeah. I thought it was oh seven and oh nine, but either way, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> more money, more payout. Yeah, yeah, like, so. It's That's becoming the thing. clearer and clearer there's no way they could have kept him, right? Like, it's affecting you know business. 
I'm sorry, but it's affecting business in more ways than just, oh, it's a black eye. Like now they can't do their financial, their quarterlies or, or whatever the their normal SEE filings or, or major corporation kind of filings that you do a couple times a year. They're going to be late. They told the, they told the people, hey, we're going to be late because, you know, fuck face we over got here. Money missing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, it's not missing no more. That's a problem. If it was missing, you know, nobody would say that because they wouldn't even think about it. But the fact is, yeah, we found this. We found this, this, this money just, you know. So, yeah, that's another thing. But it's become an old hat at this point. Like, oh, yeah, Vince, you know, 19 mil in. You know, and counting. Remember when it was just like nine million and like two people, two two women, and one, you know, like oh, this the good old days. Did you? See, but you were you uh, were trying quick. to say something. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Real quick. Um. Before we get into all the wrestling, did mm-hmm. you see that my man was the one that broke that uh, Giancarlo Esposito had met with Marvel? Who's your man? My man Ted. So what's crazy is um, way back, if you remember, like, early South Congress, you remember when I did a review of the Suicide Squad, like the first Suicide Squad movie? Sure, yeah. That was with my man Ted, who I went to high school with, who I had no idea was into, like, geek shit. Until? He was, like, the cool kid. We just kind of linked after high school, like, on that shit, and, like, he has like a podcast and he goes to all of the uh, like all the cons and all that and that just turned into him like hosting cons for people. And ah. so like they put him there, he does that and so they had uh young Carlo in San Antonio, it might have been the one in Cedar Park, but it was like, you know, a week or two ago and like I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh shit, that's my man Ted like and I had just seen him at the Spurs game uh, over spring break and he kicked it for a minute. But yeah, like I knew he had been working on stuff. But yeah, no, he's like the, like remember uh, Danny's homeboy uh, who kind of put me on like way back. Danny Cooper. Uh, Danny's black homeboy who was like hosting cons. Uh, Danny Cooper. Yeah. So yeah, like Ted was like hosting and Ted's like super enthusiastic and into everything. And so we asked him straight up. He's like, yeah, I met with them and you know, you want me to do this? But I told him I was really interested in it. He was like, oh shit, like you broke the news. The news news. And so, like, he's, yeah, he's been doing his thing for a minute, though, man. I'm real, real happy for my guy, uh, Carmark Class of 03, coming up. Very beautiful. Nice. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, well, well on that note now, do you think he's uh, uh, too old to play Doom? Does he, does he have uh, to be uh, uh, Professor X? Too old to play Doom. Hmm. It, in I mean, the sense exactly. of Marvel's going to want him to be playing Doom potentially sure. in 10 or like, 12 years. I mean, John Krasinski, who's probably, I mean, John Krasinski's probably not going to be Reed Richards, but they're supposed to be contemporaries. Like, when I think of Reed Richards, I think mid to late 40s. Okay. You know, like, I think of him as, as the Graying Temples, you know, slightly older than the the... Iron Man and the Captain Americas and the Cyclopses of that world. Um, Probably, but there's there's other ways to tell that story. Like, I do not think that the Doctor Doom that we get is going to be Reed Richards' high school or college roommate who was jealous of him. I do not think that's the story. Um, What is his Twitter since he's breaking Marvel news? Steady2G. The number two in the letter G. Steady2G. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to be guys fresh out of college. I think we're going to get an older. I think we're going to get, like, close to the – I mean, John Krasinski was playing 40-something Reed Richards even in mm-hmm. – uh, in uh, Dr. Strange. So, too old to play Doom, probably, but, like, I feel like you can be whatever age and play Xavier or Magneto. Like, I was, I was like, just bullshitting yesterday, and I was like, yo, let him play Professor X, and then let somebody else play apartheid-era South African Magneto, who came over here on, like, a school visa. South Africa. So you take him like, from being a Holocaust survivor to uh, uh, uh to a fucking you know, Holocaust <laughs> like, to the apartheid. If you was a Holocaust oh, yeah. survivor, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, so and like, and, and you were a baby when it happened. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, so yeah, no, no, I I see where you come from. You yeah. could do civil rights era, but like. I think it would be super interesting still keeping him as Yo, if you – so you would make him uh, – that would be his oppressive thing? Like he's – it's 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 apartheid era, uh, late apartheid era South Africa. So you're going to have Magneto yeah. and Professor X, a fucking Cuban guy and, a, and, a, and an African. Or, or I don't know what uh, – Hell yeah. Know. I don't know what he is ethnically, but – Hell yeah. Wow, you were going to – you mm. Niggas is gonna hate. Mm. And by niggas I mean them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> they would be so fucking upset. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. All right. Craig is fucking going nuts. He's like, y'all starting to now y'all doing comic book shit on the live. Yeah, part. Get it so we can get to it. Um but no, uh so Trev I always knew the guy, but I wasn't, like, super well-versed. How on, like, were you as far as, like, Gene LaBelle, his contributions, and his, his like, tree of students? Uh, it wasn't until, you know, 2010-era WWE with Daniel Bryan did I learn about the uh, – assuming that's the same – yeah, <laughs> person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, yeah. so yeah, that's when I learned about him. But I'm, I can't run off his, uh, like his tree of you so know successors or whatever. He was, he was Hollywood guy. Um, like he was the guy you bring on set to teach the other guys what to do when the cameras start rolling. For for general for general Hollywood action stuff like grappling scenes or specifically yeah, so, not specific can't be specifically wrestling because he wouldn't have worked. No 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 no. Like he was a wrestler, <laughs> but he was also like martial arts dude. Like gotcha. So he trained under Fizz and Gotch and Ed Trainer Lewis, but like okay. he also like was like godfather to like Chuck Norris and like he like. Taught Roddy Piper the game, you know what I'm saying? And like Shayna Baszler was under him, like you said, like Brian, like he was, yeah, he was one of them dudes. Um, Got it. Was a referee late in the game. Um, he was uh, t- 
tight with Ronda since she was born, um, has been in the corner for matches. Like, he was that dude. Um, and apparently he didn't fuck with Steven Seagal like that and whooping his ass on set, which will always give you, like, I'll give you props for that forever. Um, yeah. So he was, you know, what did he make it to, 90 almost? Um, passed away yesterday. Passed away 89. Yeah, he was that dude, man. He was that dude. And I, that explains the Roddy Piper, Ronda Rousey connection. Because he knew Ronda and, and trained her, like, since she was born. And, uh... Born? I was going to ask that a minute ago. Like, born as in... Because like, he, trained, he trained her mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you decide, hey, that baby's got it? <laughs> yeah, that baby's got it. Arm lock. Okay. Damn. Wow. Gene LaBelle um, was essentially like your fucking uncle. Yeah, so did you ever see, you know, I'm a big Tarantino guy. Did yeah, you ever so, see... Uh, the movie, the, no, 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 no. So I know where you're going with this because I typed on YouTube and the fir- the third thing that comes up when I type in Gene LaBelle is uh, Jim Cornette on Tarantino saying Bruce Lee got beat up by Gene LaBelle. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I did not know Bruce Lee apparently got beat up by Gene LaBelle. I'm not surprised. I, no, I have heard so so many things. About that movie, yeah, good and bad. It's Bruce Lee. I mean, of course, it's exaggerated, right? But it's mm-hmm. Bruce Lee being a cocky son of a bitch on a movie set, and Cliff Booth, Brad Pitt being like, "Yeah, I guess, man. Like, whatever, dog." And you beat the shit out of Bruce Lee. He was Gene so, LaBelle yeah. in that movie. That's who. It, that's who inspired him. His name is Cliff Booth, but that's who. Oh, the okay. They didn't do the one. Okay. And, Why they didn't want to fucking pay Gene LaBelle to use his name? I mean, I think everybody, almost everybody in that movie is fictional, except Bruce uh, Lee. No, no, well, except Bruce Lee and the people who fucking uh, were supposed to die the night of uh, the Charlie Manson murders. Those are the names they kept. Everybody else is like kind of fiction. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he's been beating people ass his whole life. Um. Well, there's a, the second thing in this search is a, a minute 42 uh, a long clip of Gene LaBelle, Gene LaBelle talks about Bruce Lee. So maybe he... Uh, it looks uh, like... See, this is what I think. Um, I think what happened was... Uh, why LaBelle trained Bruce Lee? What? They, I think they replaced Bruce Lee with Steven Seagal in that movie. You know what I mean? I like, not he really. Legit what? Whoops. Well, he legit whooped Steven Seagal on set. Oh, okay. So that I is absolutely not shocking. Say, Steven Seagal is terrible, and his martial arts yeah. is horseshit. Yep. Like, let me line up twenty motherfuckers that's going <laughs> to. They sell worse than fucking. Pro wrestlers and trying to make it to go good. That's a team. That's a match made in heaven. I'd watch that fight. Um, but yeah, so interesting. Rest of the it's super interesting. Like living that long doing what you do. You know, we um, covering what we cover, Trav. A lot of the people who we really appreciate and respect and have fond memories of didn't make the 50. You know, so being 89. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Super, super, a super long, interesting life. Wooden people's asses and talking about wooden people's asses. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, Bruce Lee was his man because um, he worked on the Green Hornet. So, yeah. Um, so, and I'll tell you what. I did watch uh, the A&E biography on Lex Luger. Super interesting. The biography of who? Lex Luger. Oh, the A and E or the WWE produced one. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Super, super honest about stuff. Super thorough. It was, it was, it, I recommend it as a watch. If you haven't been watching those, those are pretty good. Amen. Yeah, my man Mike and Cincy said that was that particular episode was awesome. I was like, uh, I know that's a pretty sad story, or at least you know, in the end, yeah. or uh, towards the end, it gets you know, super sad. It's like, what kind of awesome is that? But. I'm assuming the honesty and the openness is what was yeah. <laughs> what he was the talking thing, about. Like, the thing about Luger that you kind of forget, he wasn't just like a football player. He was like an exceptional football player. Like, he was that man. And he was what like, did he play? Middle linebacker or something? Uh, he was an old lineman. Okay. Like, oh, really? With that physique, though. Yeah. Like, you got to remember, like, he was he went to Miami and played against Ron Simmons. Like, he was bad dude. Um, yeah, and you know, just that physique carried him so far. And, and Trav, the stuff you'll find, I think you would find the most interesting mm-hmm. is that how much he hated being Lex Express Luger and couldn't hide it, didn't have the ability to hide it because I don't think he ever had to hide how he felt about anything, right? Like in his life, you know, he got to be very honest with who he was because he got what he wanted. But no, it's super interesting watching. So, what was the crux of the, the hatred? Like just because it was a corny or it wasn't over him. the top, or he wasn't, was okay. he wasn't smile and talk to everybody and kiss babies. It just was not him. He wasn't like when I um was really, really, really in shape. I was eating like five times a day, right? Yeah. So imagine, like, and I'm a regular guy. So imagine mm-hmm. bodybuilder Lex Luger missing meals because he's on a train or because he has to stay late at a sign. And knowing that I'm going to lose five pounds this week if I don't eat X, Y, and Z and I don't have the time to do it the right way. Right. Like, cantankerous and edgy is the best way to say it. Okay. Like, he, it was, he was miserable, man, and couldn't hide it and was annoying and just a jerk. But, like, also you knew why. Like, he wasn't a jerk to be a jerk. Like, they literally took him away from what his routine was. And for somebody like that, routine is everything, you know? Uh, So, yeah, super, like, that part of it is what stuck out to me. Like, drugs and stuff, that really, really sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, but that was, like, a real glimpse into personality that uh, you don't get from a lot of stories. And they, they filmed it all. That's the crazy thing. Like, that's all footage from that time because they filmed everything. Yeah. What, what, how honest and open was he about uh, performance enhancing shit? Oh, no, there was not a single word about steroids. No. It was all, you know, taking drugs and partying too much and drinking too much. Uh, it was, but it was never specifically performance enhancing. Wow. Completely ignored it. Wow. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's a WWE, if not produced, uh, it's, you know, clearly in conjunction with them. So 
I'm sure it's the AED, A, A&E folks, but yeah. All right. What's happening in the uh, in the you know current world of wrestling TV stuff in the we last week? We got hiring and we got firings. Um, Wait, we got a fire. Okay, we talking gimmick shit or? John because Lauren I was Nitus going to. Door. Who? Laurenitis. Oh, oh, okay. That's. I'm thinking of talent. Because that my my question, because I, I, I saw it over the weekend. I was like, wait a second. In this whole two or three weeks since, you know, Vince has been gone and Triple H has been established as a creative guy, and we talk about who's next, who might he bring back. Uh, uh, Dakota Kai is back. Karrion Cross is back. Loomis is back. But no, I never and nobody said, who who's the first person booted under Triple H? That's going to be interesting as fuck. Like it's yeah. not when it's when it's when it's clearly we don't have nothing for you kind of a booting. Not mm-hmm. uh, you, you ran your mouth or you know you got in trouble kind of firing. I mean, just sorry, we uh, you know we're making some changes and you ain't a part of them. Like again, <laughs> you know TNA had to deal with that finally earlier this year. Um. And, you know, we were all, um, we all know where we were when the big spoil thing happened. Um, what a what a New Year's Eve that was. Um, yeah, yeah, really. But, you know, like, Joey Janela is not there anymore. Um, and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, not just Joey, uh, Jack Evans is not there anymore, you know, so... They're starting to deal with that. I think you're going to see that more. But, yeah, when the, when the goodwill wears off, it'll be super interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's gone, but Ezekiel kind of got wrote off uh, Monday night. That wasn't – that was not uh, – and the fact that it was Kevin Owens that did it, and you're just like, man, it's – you know, we, <laughs> we know that that's Triple H's homie and – yeah, Co- yeah, Cody did leave. Don't let let's let's not forget that. Like they couldn't come to a deal with Cody, and that's a a big shift in things. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, my man Aiden English, uh, J Ray. Uh, gosh, I thought he was so under underused, and you know, people go, "What fucking Aiden English was your guy?" Uh, yeah, the, the what did he call himself? The we can talk about Rusev and Andrade a bit later because. Hmm, Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, so uh Friday, your man Carrie and Cross came back. Your man specifically Trav. Um mm-hmm. him and Scarlet came back and New look from for what him. I hear, he's being positioned as the number two heel in the company. Um Good luck. Good yeah, fucking Dexter luck. Dexter Lewis came back being a weirdo yeah. Monday night. Um, and it was so it, it, that was so unfocused. Like, and I don't mean unfo- I mean they didn't focus on him. Like, oh, because they played it like they treated the creep like a creep. They treated him like he wasn't supposed to be there, and that was mm. key. Even though I missed it, enough people saw it, and I was like, yo, what was that? Because the announcers were so soft with it, but they said it, so I was like, that, was that somebody or? And then in the group chat, yo, or you know, Shahid was like, oh shit, Loomis. So. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Loomis fan. He's he's okay. He's good. He's he's actually he's good. But main roster good? I, I don't know. We'll see. 
But but any any ideas like or any anybody popping your mind when you go who's not going to or Ezekiel that but anybody that's personality wise that you go oh they might not get along with a, a boss Triple H an in charge um, Triple H I don't know who would really like not fuck with him. Or who Triple H would not fuck with. I don't know it. if it's not... a bill that they have of somebody he just wouldn't like. Yeah. You know? Um, because most of those guys have either come up through him or were his peers. You know? Like, AJ is not his contemporary, but he knows how good AJ is. You know? Right. Um, I fear he was somebody he put in position in NXT. So... I don't think that's a problem. Um, mm-hmm. Again, he is part of like the Drew rehab. Uh, love Sheamus. That's his workout buddy. Clearly loves Tiz and Dawkins. They are getting like they're having great shows. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't Seth. worry about the losses? No, because it's Seth. And okay. Seth needed a bunch of wins after taking those three losses to Cody. No, no, okay. no. I don't think okay. it's a bad thing. Um, of course, as, as there was no out, was, there was no you know heel shenanigans really. It's just Seth yeah. dominating and beating them straight up. His main events, well, not even dominating, like literally, like uh, dominating is in he pinned him one, yeah. two, three, Dawkins not pinned him with the finisher, um, kicked out, said that a bunch of near falls, um, had to go can't. to the pedigree because then Dawkins dodged the can't. stomp three times. Like, can I can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. Dawkins sure. had the better better match with Seth Rollins. You think so? Yeah. I mean, as far as just being yeah. into a match. It was really good. Like, like, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, the, the drama of it, like, the, the psychology of it, not the, oh, oh, you know, stuff that Montez and Seth yeah. can kind of bring out of you, but just the, uh, like, no Seth grabbed, like, Seth grabbed an arm and... And yanked on and did that like the shit you learn before you even learn how to bump, <laughs> right? Like you're you know, like twisting an arm and grab a wrist and and collar elbow tie up and those kinds of things. It was just like kind of a. It started out, you know, like all right, let's uh, let's catch his catch can this thing, and then it built into some you know some good drama. And I thought the, the finish was 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 really good because yeah, he had to go to the pedigree and. Wasn't no coming back from that, so yeah. Jay Ray, but yeah, Dolphin said better match. match. Yeah, Jay Ray thinks they're bringing the way back. I think that's a, absolutely a possibility. Um, something for Candace and Johnny to do. Theory's in a great position. Um, you got Dexter there, who they did bring back. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate that. And you give Indy a spot. And I don't think like, is Indy going to be NXT Women's Champion? If not, move her up. Um, because of that, she's. She just fits as a main roster uh, personality. Like, okay, yeah. she's not going. She's not going to. She's not going to be like uh, anybody in control. Where you go, oh, any of those can win. The, certainly, be in contention for a women's ta- uh, women's title, and obviously tag titles. Yeah, I don't think about that with Indy Hartwell, but I do think of her entertaining the fuck out of me on TV yeah. week after week. That kind of thing. And being in matches, not discounting her work uh, in that aspect. But, yeah, that, that big, bright smile. Like, she should have been on TV a while ago. Yeah, and we felt like 
Candice LeRae, like, there's nothing for her to do in NXT. Like, go have good matches on Raw. Like, go, go have good matches on SmackDown. Like, right. If you're going to have, yeah. a, if you're going to have a small woman, especially one that's going to be a heel, she's got to have some kind of credibility. Like, unlike yeah. the Aaliyah types. Right, and no. even to a lesser extent, like I just cannot take Alexa Bliss matches seriously. Like it is so hard. And and Monday when they had her come out with Oscar and Bianca, I was like, this is how you book Alexa Bliss, <laughs> and mm. you don't have her out there fucking beating Dewdrop with a bullshit ass DDT where her little ass, Dang. you know. I mean, just just yeah. I mean, I fuck with Dewdrop. You know, Piper Davis fan, so um, that was hard to watch. So yes, Candice LeRae. I can take her, even though she's a tiny little thing, she knows how to work. She knows how to make her, her, uh, her offense impactful, you know, and yeah, she can do, she can do all the wrestling. Like that counts. Like if you can do all the, all the wrestling, like your size is less of a factor. Um, Trevor, I want to say something and I'm not piling on. I'm not like putting anybody down, but like, Ali is not any good. Like, no, she not. needs, and I, I, I said, yo, she, I was, uh, I tweeted, she needs that Mandy Rose run in NXT. People are like, dog, she was there for eight years. I'm like, I hear you, but they got. What's the but? If, if they're invested in her, they got to do something. What's, they got. There's no investment. You think she's getting like a, a ton of money? Ain't no fucking way. Well, but I'm saying like, she got. If she's okay. gone tomorrow, it doesn't matter to anyone except her. Probably. My question her is this. Interest. Who else has got a legacy call-up? Because look, How? Yo Shirai didn't get a legacy call-up. She got what a does that mean? Exactly. Call-up. When I say legacy call-up, you've been down here for so long, we might as well bring you up. Because they don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I, I Again, this is Vince McMahon in charge. Who knows what the reasoning was? And they did have her do some interesting stuff early on where it was like, Jeff Hardy, I watched you growing up. Give me some tips. Like, there was, like, stuff like that that was interesting. But, like, she's literally – and somebody will put a name in there. Who's the worst wrestler? I don't think Alexa Bliss is a bad wrestler. Um, somebody put that in chat. I don't think she's bad, but I agree with Travis in that her size dictates that – would want her to be a bit more skilled. Um, it, but as a heel, I, I don't think she's bad. When somebody like that is cutting corners and knows what they're supposed to do, it works. Mm-hmm. Like she was a good mm-hmm. heel to me. Yeah. Enjoy your yeah. But as a baby face, it is like, okay, there's, I can't say anything like negative about the SmackDown Women's Champion because she occupies this space that I admittedly, like, do not. She's a, a wrestler for a younger crowd, like, all kinds of stuff. I know I'm doing a lot of qualifiers, but mm-hmm. I think that the SmackDown Women's Champion also should tweak some things and adjust some things for credibility's sake. Um, How? My bad. Go ahead. Did you ask me how and then not say anything? Yeah, you because know, I realized I was cutting you off really poorly. <laughs> but I'm no. just like, I, her and Shayna got to put on something. They better be in the lab. 
Because like, so they going to put her. Wait, she's got a match with Shayna Baszler. Dog, it's her and Shayna at the Clash. <laughs> so they're going to do. Okay, they're going to do to her back-to-back pay-per-views. They're giving her better the, longer. But the reason they, I couldn't. So folks were like, "Wow!" And talent was like really upset that she got booed by this crowd on SmackDown Friday. And I was like, what the fuck did you expect? She got booked like dog shit at SummerSlam. And like she, got, like, she got booked like a talking. heel and is a fucking underdog white meat baby face with a really, really dedicated supportive fan base. And they absolutely shit it on that entire idea on, at the pay-per-view. She, her like, losing... Her losing in two minutes to Ronda Rousey would have done so much less harm to than what they did. And then they, she goes out there Friday, and she's and and it's a surprise that she gets fucking booed. Who would want to cheer her? And then they're going to do it again in fucking uh, at the end of August, whenever at the fucking whale show. Jesus fucking listen, Louise. She better listen. <laughs> they better be one. She the thing I did like about that match, Trav. She did have some creative counters and escapes to the armbar. Boy, they better have her getting out of shit. They better have her getting but out of shit. But unlike, unlike Rhonda, who's, you know, the novelty is worn off and she just hasn't progressed past the fucking judo throw and the, and the fucking arm thing. Shayna uh, uh, Baszler can do every that. fucking thing. Shayna got she can literally Shana. put 17 moves on every part of your fucking body. So, Shayna be on on Twitter and Instagram putting her girlfriend in submission presses, showing oh you God. the way to do it. Like it's a and not sexually. Well, I'm for us, but yeah, <laughs> Shayna be in there showing you how it's done. Boy, they better have some fucking reversals planned. She better have been in the lab. I'm telling you, dog. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, because what they would have to do, she's just not built, and I don't mean that in stature wise, she's just not built for what needs to be done for her to have a good match with Shayna Baszler, a good, credible match with Shayna Baszler. It might be the best thing that she just fucking loses to Shayna and make the fucking feud Ronda and Shayna, and, and, and Shayna Baszler. I would be upset because I think Shayna Baszler deserves uh, uh, more build and, and all that kind of thing. Like her, She's just coming out of nowhere a little bit with the title shot. And at the yeah, and because she won that gauntlet match on Friday. Right. Um, we'll see. And that's, um, and that's going to happen. You, I'm surprised it has, hasn't happened. Uh, more in the last three weeks with Triple H in charge, just blatant resets of things. <laughs> you know, like, it's like the tag titles are back. The women's tag titles are, yeah. you know, haven't been fucking completely yeah. abandoned. Yeah. I have two things to ask you about that. Do you expect Sasha and Naomi to challenge in the finals or whoever wins the finals? No. Okay. Um, I, but now that you put the goddamn idea, my, it's only because I didn't think about it. Now okay. I'm thinking about it. I'm hearing, I'm hearing they're in the fold. I'm hearing they're in the fold. I got no confirmation. I haven't uh-huh. talked to the big man or the little man or the, or the medium man. Um, 
Okay, here's my second thing. If they beat the shit out of the, what did it, oh, what did Jeff call them? The, the, the Cubelons and uh, take their spot. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fucking awesome. Okay. okay, so that's my next thing. Somebody in the chat, um, and you can, I want to give you your credit. I'm not going to scroll back up, but I want to give you your credit um, so you can just repeat it when I mention it. Somebody said, do you expect more NXT changes with Triple H in charge? And my first thought of that is Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons are one of the eight teams in the women's tag title tournament. Not the women's tag team champions who, like, are a thing in NXT. Not yeah. Katana and Caden, but... Yeah. Or even the people they beat. If you yeah, put Toxic Attraction in there, I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. One Six Mafia is absolutely amazing. Completely the Photoshop. Um, wow. But yeah, so what do you think, Trav, about Nikita and Zoe getting put into that mix? Does that tell you anything, mean anything, suggest anything? Because I have a... Wait, 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 before you answer. Before mm-hmm. you answer. Let's look at all the prominent former NXT champions in position right now. Okay. You have Killer Cross and Drew. You have Bianca. You have Shayna. Mm -hmm. I'd still say you have the Street Profits. And Champa. Um, You have Champa. Great match on Monday, by the way. And Bobby smoked it. Um, You have, by the way, Champa's promo saying that Bobby's the man, but he ain't never been the man was amazing. Coming out in the Harley Race gear. Um, You have... I'll say the Street Profits being new uh, tag team champs. Um, uh, Yoshira, right there. Dakota Kai, former tag team champ, right there. Um, Bailey, yeah. can't forget her. And I try not to like, like, Bailey's a bit far down because we know what she did in NXT, but like, I'm talking like black and gold ish era. They're all just about like in positions that you're supposed to be in, being the number one, two, or three draft pick in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Wherever. First yeah. Third round in the NFL. You're supposed to make the roster and have an impact. Yeah. Yeah. So what do, what do you think about those two being in that mix as far as the women's tag tournament goes? It makes me go, do they not have enough bodies that they need mm. to uh, – incorporate NXT in any, even if they had the tag champs or the former uh, tag champs, I wonder the same thing. The fact that it's not anyone, not only is it not a team that, have they teamed together in NXT? Because Zoe Starks just came back and Nikita Lyons wasn't around when Zoe Starks was first around. So a team that's never fucking, that is not established that's green as fuck. That's. I well, mean, Zoe Stark knows what she's doing, but I hear you. She's she's fine. She's okay, but she ain't done nothing yet. Even in NXT, like when her shit really got started, she got hurt, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so on that damn flipping GPS is wonderful. If you always shoot that from behind, it will always look like she killed the other person. It was perfect. It looked like she killed Mandy. And she might not have even touched it. 
Jay Ray, if they did that, had them lose and then feud with each other on the main roster. Oh, I oh I I have to assume you mean in NXT because if they yes, I, I have to assume you mean in NXT. That would be okay then. Uh, if they did that on the main roster, like who gives a fuck? Nobody knows them. They can't just <laughs> be a nobody tag team show up, break up, and then they people have, don't care about their feud. When they but, put yeah. Nikita in a main roster match. That's going to be the most interesting night on Twitter ever. Because niggas can't help but thirst. That is going to be fascinating. What's Zoe Stark's connection to January 6th? I don't know if she has any, but if she's tagging with uh, um, Nikita Lyons, it's... it's uh, apparently, if you if you go through Zoe's social media, ah, she, she, she would be with them. Ah, for fuck's sakes. Okay. Well, there you go. Apparently, that's what that's what I'm told. I don't. I didn't check for. It. I was just like, "Yo, Vacant. Big Swole to wrestle," and they were like, "Yeah, let's dig a little deeper." And I was like, "Up, oh, well." I tell you what, Tiffany Stratton absolutely on the same boat, but I, they got it. Oh, Trav, they got one. They got one in Tiffany Stratton, dog. If they stick yeah. with it, like remember just, a couple weeks ago, like well, like two probably two three months ago at this time at this point. I tuned in to NXT randomly to watch, and I watched like the first hour or the first, you know, hour and a half. And I was just like, I didn't know nobody on this show, and everybody was kind of like, eh, except the, I was like, who did that? Who's the woman that did the twisting dive outside the ring? I like her. And it was Tiffany Stratton. And again, it's not just that she can do the, like, do the flip and do the twist. It's that when when she hits it, she sticks it, right? Like, it's just, it's like a it's like a diver, right? Like you can do a bunch of flips in the air, but when you hit that water, like you better yeah. You seen Coneheads the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Whoop. Yo, when the daughter hit that loud ass flip and then hit the water, whoop. I need that. <laughs> I need that shit, Chris. Yo, did you watch uh, NXT after that? No, I actually heard it was a decent episode. Okay, so she's in in her locker room kicking it, and who busts the door open and puts on the night vision goggles a la Randy Orton and gives her the Ninja Turtles lights out ass whooping. I assume they turn the lights out first and then... Of course, when did you put on the night vision goggles, turn the lights out, and beat the shit out of her? (laughs) Yo, them turning (laughs) what I thought was an amazing, serious, like despicable uh, Monday Night Raw spot, like raw uh, terror dome, whatever dome spot, them turning that into like a, a comedy beatdown was hilarious. I loved it. I loved it. I really did. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I loved it. Uh, Wendy Chu is a, a delight, and when I do see her stuff, it's always uh, as ridiculous as it is or can be, it still makes me smile. Yeah, and Tiffany Stratton, when she hits I the like main her. roster, I don't want daddy girl Tiffany Stratton. I absolutely, like, when people say I need your gimmick to be more serious, I typically stray away from that. But, Keith, I absolutely agree because there's a shelf life on that. Um, I think that... You can't be 33-year-old daddy's girl? Paris Hilton was still, she's like 40, she's what, still a daddy's girl. You can absolutely be that, better or for worse. But in the context of what they do, yo, by the time she got yeah. up there to the main roster... She's a killer. She's a killer. 
I have somebody look at her and say, you're a killer, and she kills. Like, because, dog, she can do it all. Like, and, okay, I, I, it's no shade. I always tell you it's no shade. But, like, yo, if uh, Katana Chance could do what Tiffany Stratton could do, she would have been Raw SmackDown Women's Champion a year ago. Mm. If it had the oomph, like, and you can't teach size, and that sucks. Like, uh, bet, Tiffany Stratton ain't, you know, 5'10", you know, 198 pounds. But she got 30 pounds on Katana Yeah, Chance. Uh, Katana, yeah that is you know like, <laughs> blaringly obvious. Yeah. So, like, it's unfortunate for her, because, again, she's fucking graceful and athletic and can do everything, but that pop, man, like, like, one of the reasons that Rock is as successful as he is is because, not just because he's 6'5", 275, but he moved like he was 220. Mm-hmm. Like, when Rock fell, he fell from heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Rock hit that spine buster, even if it wasn't double A spine buster, it had a smooth as shit. and a speed to it. Yeah, like, it just is inherent in what you do. And so, yeah, yeah man, like, Tiffany Stratton, if this is what she wants to do and she sticks with it, you, you put the, you set the right gimmick on her, you got a star, man. She is good. Shit, you say, she is you, good. You say if, if Kat and Zara or Katie, whatever the fuck her name is, uh, Cadence, Cart, I don't know, her, the young one, the small one, if she had Tiffany Stratton size, what she could do, if Tiffany, imagine if Tiffany Stratton had the size of, like, Bianca Belair or something. And was just John. even more, you know, and still and, and kept like, and kept most of that, you know. Uh, 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 actually, it might help her style because I'm not sure how long she want to be doing all that flipping, twisting in the air kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, I know she want to get all her moves in and look good and and, and get noticed. You know, at 20 or whatever, however young age she is. But eventually, she's gonna. She's gonna. Uh, I say that, and you have a, but anom- AJ Styles is an anomaly. Like there ain't many forty-eight year old, forty-five year olds, or whatever fuck he that is. Can that that still, who can who can who can uh, can hit that phenomenal forearm? And not the not the forearm itself, but get up to that springboard consistently. Like can CM Punk yeah. do that? Because he has the the he jumps springs up there. Like I don't like eventually. You stop the, you know, Shelton Benjamin isn't he, jumping to the top rope to do his, yeah. you know, there's a point where your body just go, no, nah, we, we don't do yeah. that anymore because, you know, the way our knees work now. It's the Blake Griffin uh, rule. Your legs only got so many jumps in them, man. It's just what it is. There you go. Yeah. And, they, you know, AJ's, yeah, phenomenal. Also, yeah. that means Yoshirai is going to be able to do it forever because, like, that, the way she attacks that middle rope is just, it's genius, and nobody else can do it. She can do like, stuff off the middle rope that makes you feel well, like no, she, she did it off the top. She doesn't springboard to the top rope. She springs to the middle rope. No, I know what you're talking about. To the top. Like, but it's just like nobody in America ever thought to do that. And it looks so good when she does it. It's so smooth. Yeah. So she's going to be able to, like, manipulate that forever. Yeah. Um, also, Trav. You can watch NXT in a minute. Uh, Wednesday is must-watch. Carmelo Hayes and Giovanni Vinci. Like, that's going to be 
Like Fabian Iger, next Tuesday, you mean? With him always, he could do all the moves. Like Fabian Iger is one of the most impressive wrestlers I've ever seen. Him and Melo for the North American title on Wednesday. It's going to be great. That's Tuesday, it. you mean, right? Next yeah, Tuesday. Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just had uh, um, Apollo Crews and Roddy Strong. Oh, my God. Dog. That, that's where the wrestling lives. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh. Okay. Yeah. How about this? So, you know, Cameron Grimes has been, like, on a downturn since he lost uh, the title match to Braun Breaker. So he's leaving the arena, and he's all downtrodden. And Joe Gacy and the goons come up to him, like, where are you going? And Cameron Grimes is like, I'm going home. And you know what Joe Gacy asked him, Trav? What? To who? Dog. <laughs> oh, wow. They're They're smoking it. Wow. He's going to join the cult. It's just like, that's such good writing. Like, uh, there's no place for you there, but there's a place for you here. I, I can't wait. NXT sponsor. It really is. Okay. All right. I'm going to uh, have to uh, start incorporating that into into my watch schedule. We kind of teased. We talked about Bianca and okay, Bianca, Oscar, and Alexa, Alexa. are going to face. I'm calling them control. They're going to face control at uh, at the clash. That should be mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah. It looks like we're getting Cross, Drew, and Roman at the Clash, I think. I think. We'll see if that, uh, Trash. If that finalizes. Um, and we talked about Shane, and um, that's kind of the main, the main roster stuff. Um, real quick, for the callers, I do want to talk about AEW. So the trio's title is coming, and Cole, Fish, and O'Reilly turned on the Bucks. Yeah. And hit them. Oh, and now time. probably getting with Cole. Um, any thoughts about? No, I'm, I did not just say any thoughts. I'm sorry. I apologize. That is lazy. And as a classically trained <laughs> interviewer, uh, <laughs> I should not ask no lame shit like that. With the trio's titles coming. Who do you see as contenders? Do you see any new groups springing up? Who do you want to see compete over those trios titles outside of the two groups just mentioned? Well, let me tell you my thoughts, uh, Cam. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have no idea who could potentially, what three individuals or th- you know, three-man group, three-person group. I don't know how... Uh, Genders would be true, you know. I'm sure you could have. Uh, I wouldn't mind, you know. If Mercedes Martinez was in my trios group, I'd be like, all right, sure. Yeah, let's rock. Yeah. Um, you got the best but, friends um, with Chuck and uh, Orange and Trent. Um, those are my thoughts. No unnecessary. Team Taz is so un- um, unnecessary. You got uh, House of Black. With okay. uh, Brody, Buddy, and Malachi, um, you don't have the acclaimed who won, who beat uh, the Gun Club in the match that made Billy Gunn famous, uh, the dumpster match. Um, 
What's the controversy on whether they were in the dumpsters or not? Like, why was that even? Uh... I have no idea. Okay. Um, that, was <laughs> that was an issue. Um, you have, let's see, Sand House of Black. Uh, you have Death Triangle. They're right there. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's about it. And, guys, who am I missing on, on that side? Um, Even if you name two more six-man teams, it's unnecessary. These fucking it titles. seems like the Bucks and the Elite, right? Like the Bucks or the Bucks and the Undisputed. It seems like that's your final. Um, like, but why? Just for this have feud to have a feud? It's cool. Um, but, you know, they've been telling that love story for over a year about how, you know, the Bucks did not turn on Paige and that led to him beating Omega. Um, yeah, Jericho Appreciation Society, you got any oh, combination, yeah. but you got uh, probably 2.0 and Garcia, like as the team. Oh, the, the Blackpool guys, they could certainly got enough members. Yeah, Blackpool Combat Club, they can jump in there. Um, but why would you want to? That's what I'm saying. Nobody got too many belts to do that. I don't even mean them specifically, but why? I mean, why? Why would you want to go after these new, newly created titles? That I just that now you got to split the person with another fucking person. Like it's just I know I'm thinking too D. It's not like oh that's not a, a part of the story to tell, and that's never a part of the story that they tell, which is unfortunate, really, uh, that they don't focus on purses and money and enough in pro wrestling. Uh, it's just un- another set of titles for folks to carry around, and it's unneeded. It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to draw any fucking money. I, 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 has, has, I guess it would, it's a question really for the territories, maybe Mexico, maybe like the San Francisco area. When has Trio's fucking titles ever done anything in the fucking modern era? And by modern era, I mean in the last 50 years. So since 1970, yeah. has a has he, fucking trios titles, six-man tag titles, they're Chelsea gimmicks. They're gimmicks uh, you know. for when you have a specific set of three people, whether it's the fucking Freebirds or, or whoever was the damn six-man tag chance at WCW or some shit. It's just a gimmick to get one team and maybe in this case two two teams, two sets of teams over. I, before you switched to AEW, was going to compliment Triple H and WWE for making a six-man, a six-woman tag, a pay-per-view thing, a, a match that you look forward to. Six-mans are usually regard, uh, relegated to uh, when you save somebody, oh, tag team match player, six-man tag match player, or just, you know, some loosely associated folks. And that's because of the culture. The culture at WWE is, you know, there ain't a lot of friends. Baby faces don't save each other because they're good people getting beat up by bad guys. It's just not a thing. So if they're starting to bring that kind of thing back, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely all for it. For it. And the fact that they made a six-man, a pay-per-view worthy match, again, says, I think, a lot for uh, what's coming. But back to... AEW, I'm just as soon as I heard that they were doing this, I was over it when when they first announced it. So yeah. I don't, I don't. So not only do I not know, like, oh, who could possibly, who could they bring in, or you know, 
I don't fucking care because they're titles that probably won't mean anything six weeks after they're fucking created and introduced. Eh, that's going too far. Six months. Once the Bucks and, and Undisputed rinse and repeat a, a, a time or two, the novelty will wear off and it'll be fucking bullshit. And the Gun Club will fucking be the trio's tag title, tag champions. And really no one will give a fuck. Shout out to the Gun Club. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. The last thing before we get to callers, um, mm-hmm. damn, I had one more. Oh, Sammy and Ty got married over the weekend. Did you see any of that? Yeah, well, I saw the the tweet or the announcement. Oh, Ricky jumped around that hat. Ricky was dancing his ass off around that hat. I was like, uh, so Miles was in town for his birthday. Uh, and, you know, Chris lives here. So I was like, hey, let me see what Rick's doing. So he's always so casual. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to tell him somebody they got some stuff to do. I know you got your man's wedding. Um, but, yeah, so everybody was there, WWE and AEW alike. Well, like a good time. I mean, salute. You know, you happy being married? Do your thing. That's how I feel. Yeah, I didn't pay a ton of attention. I I I was waiting for the like the hate and the fucking negative shit to come, but I didn't pay close enough attention. Once it once I clicked off of it, uh, I didn't think about it again until <laughs> you brought it up just now. Uh, so I'm sure it was there. I just didn't didn't see any. They're not the you know not the most fan friendly couple, <laughs> not because they're booked as heels. People don't, yeah. Like they were, they were over away from each other. This is a, this is a, started on TV as a as a couple and doing their whole thing. It was like, wow, oh, they wore their welcome up pretty quick, it seemed. But hadn't yeah. heard anything in in a while until they got married. Where was it? Did they? It was in Florida. I didn't see. I didn't see specifically. I wonder. I wonder if your man paid for it. That'd be super interesting. Why? If he paid for it? For? Yeah. No, not hate. I'm just saying it'll be interesting. Hmm. All right, we do have a couple people waiting on hold, but I want to get to uh, this non-VIP email so it doesn't get lost in the mix. Uh, Jabron chimed in from Vegas. Says, "What up, fellas? Uh, two questions for y'all this week." Now that Triple H is running things backstage, how much influence do you think, do you believe the two networks may have, may or may not have as to who gets pushed uh, or at least who we see on TV week to week? I I ask this because, yes, a lot of wrestlers got over under Triple H on NXT with a much smaller crowd week in and week out with the exception of the takeover shows. Uh, for example, Karrion Cross is back with Scarlett, but even though she wasn't with him when he got called up, I felt like the crowd didn't give a shit about him. And now with Scarlett back with him, do y'all see him getting over on the main roster this time? Well, I, I think I kind of gave my answer earlier when he got bought, when he got mentioned, uh, him and Scarlett being back, or Scarlett being up for the first time, but Cross being back. Uh, no, I don't think so. And if they really think he's going to be the number two heel in the company, good fucking luck. Because you're going to be the number two heel to Roman Reigns, who is 
by far the num the number one guy, but certainly the number you know as a heel, mm-hmm. the number one heel, and he's fucking great. The, the top and, act in wrestling, like, like let's not we don't have to be light to be light. Like <laughs> Roman Reigns is the top act in wrestling. And Karen Cross being the number two to that guy, it's good luck. Is again, that's all I can say. Good fucking luck. He's not dynamic enough to be trying to be Roman second. That is asking too much of that individual. <laughs> so, but you know, he's got hair this time and a new look, and Scarlett's with him, and maybe it'll get over. Maybe he'll get over. Maybe they will get over. I won't be giving a shit when I watch him on TV. Well, I'll watch him and and I'm going to root for Drew to beat the shit out of him whenever they meet and to have him in the match already for a title. Man, they're just do. They're asking to get this guy fucking booed off TV. Yeah, asking for the fucking Welsh fans to be like, "Who are you?" You know, them fucking rowdy Europeans. Yeah. Who are you? They're going to sing a fucking jaunty tune asking Karrion Cross who the fuck he is and why he's he's on their damn TV or on their pay-per-view. I'm sorry. Premium live event. That's (laughs) P.L.E. It's so catchy. Uh, Okay, so, yeah. Uh, Jabron, second. Why does WWE continue to do shows in these big stadiums for the big shows if they're going to just block off a good part of the stadium. I ask this because I remember when SummerSlam came to Vegas last year, I noticed a lot of seats were blocked off. And at this past SummerSlam, the same thing, a lot of seats blocked off. To me, it seems like a waste of money to rent out this big stadium only to use half or maybe less than half of the stadium. Just something I was wondering because I kept noticing at the bigger stadium shows. Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. Uh, well, why does why do they continue? Because it's not a waste of money, as you said later on in your thing. Like, I don't think uh, running. What did we look up when we were at summer? I was at the crib. We looked up how big. Uh, but nah, it was bigger than that. Because I was like, oh, okay, that's respectable. I think it's that like. No, no, no. That's what they got. They got forty eight thousand, and it's a sixty, sixty two, sixty five thousand seater. <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, my, maybe I didn't hit, but I'm not refuting that. But, but that's not a waste of money. You get forty. There's no other place in fucking that they can get fifty thousand people yeah. in. If you have you to rent a well seventy thousand feet place, then that's what exactly. you do. You might as well undersell than not have people in the building. Like. The same reason they don't do fucking mania in Madison Square Garden anymore because they fucking they can get way more than eighteen thousand people in the building, and if they can, they're gonna. The fun thing about a stadium that you kind of don't talk about is like there's nothing to do at Nissan Stadium in August or the end of July, Uh, August, or even probably in in March or April. Yeah, let's let's not pretend like these companies don't get player prices for these. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not trying to do it the same week they have football. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, you can you can you can finesse them a little bit. They are being um, accommodating. The city is certainly when you come yeah. for SummerSlam or WrestleMania, the city is going to do everything they can do to entice you to come there and because it's the helps them. So, yeah. so like we want to host like 
if you look at what they're doing in L.A. for WrestleMania, like these packages, go to brunch and fucking meet and greets and all that kind of shit, like, yeah, there's, there's part of it, like, that the, the tourism board is helping them fund. So, like, bring you here. So what if every seat in this arena, in this stadium isn't filled? We still got a big bill on this bitch, and we will chip away at it for as long as they let us. Right. Yeah, for sure. Better to underseat than, than overseat and have people out on the street who can't get in. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and, and, like, all due respect to AEW, I hate to trip the preface it like that, but they can't run no fucking Nissan Stadium. And there's not no shade. There's only one company in the world that can do that and put that many people in there. So if you're the one company, like, look, if you're the only person that can dunk on a 10-foot goal in your neighborhood, you don't want that goal to go down to eight feet. Right. You want to be special. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. even if you're not doing no crazy dunks, like, you want to stand out for as long as you can doing the things you do. So, yeah, like, like the fact that they can fill it up as much, like, I don't think there's a card AEW could run that would seat 50,000 people. And it's not shade to AEW. It's credit to how long WWE's been doing. Right. So, yeah, appreciate that. Uh, that question, those sets of questions to Brian. Uh, oh, we just got another VIP email in. Cool. Thanks, Chris. We'll get to that when I talk to Rich. Let's 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 talk to some folks. Kylan up in Newark. What's going on, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. Hey, you know. Excellent. Gentlemen, what's on your mind? So, have you have you heard the latest news regarding Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Yeah, five more mil was found, or you know. The, the evidence that five million used to be there was found. I guess <laughs> that five mil is gone and spent and, and deposited in uh, a couple of accounts ten, twelve years ago. But yeah, Vince, uh, he can't stay out of trouble, and he ain't even he ain't even the boss no more. They, they just piling on at this point. Leave him alone. <laughs> but he's he's now fucking up their their. Uh, their actual business stuff, not just with the the public stuff and how it makes them look and appear, but now they can't do their quarterlies. They're going to be late. So I'm sure that's a pain in the ass, you know, to the accountants and to the CFOs and all that kind of thing. But you know, they're going to have to they're going to have to get through this. And fortunately for them, they're a giant fucking very flush wealthy company that can uh they'll be fine i'm not crying for them in their uh the overtime their fucking uh, uh financial people are going to have to put in the next couple of weeks or so i don't know but yeah the, the vince mcmahon legacy continues i guess you could say so my my first my first question for this week mm-hmm. ties into what i to what we've just said. And my first question is, 
with the Securities and Exchange Commission and potentially United States Attorney General Merrick Garland's Department of Justice under President Joe Biden looking into this is illicit money tr- transactions. Do, do we believe that the, the federal government and or the SEC will get the proper revenge on this that they have not been able to get over Ain't nobody trying to get revenge on Vince McMahon. <laughs> you think it's somebody well, in, like, uh, the SEC that was there in, like, 89 or some shit. And I was like, yeah, motherfucker, I've been biding my time. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no. They, in, in, this, uh, in this eyes. Well, Vince probably got cataracts in his eyes at this point. But, yeah, no. This is, I don't even think it's a, I don't think the DOJ or anybody in the damn, besides the SEC doing their job and due diligence, uh, why would it go further than that? Unless there's like, <laughs> you know, find out Vince was trafficking folks or some shit. Then, but if it's just some hush money stuff and a couple million bucks, that's, that's so petty in the grand scheme of things that the well, SEC will come in, give their fines, do their their thing and we're not talking about it you know a couple months from now unless this money trail just unless 19 million goes to you know 35 50 million in the next couple of weeks and months it, it you know assuming this this the, the the story stop and the money stops being found or the, the, the accounts or whatever this is a it's not a big deal we're not talking about it at the end of the year well except in the context of Vince is going hooray Ding dong, which it did. Federal, federal prosecutors are currently doing due diligence. Doing their thing. Okay. I mean, if there, then that means there's something more, or potentially more than just a, a couple of million dollars being spent of the company's money illegally or un, uh, uh, ethically or however they would. Uh, Categorize how what what Vince uh, has done, then there has to be more to it. Because I, <laughs> again, it's just the fucking SEC thing. It's a it's a money thing. What do you need to bring the government more government into this situation? Like, are they going to add extra? You know, I don't know. So it makes me immediately think something else is going on, and the money paying. Paying women to not talk about the sexual relationships that they've had with Vince McMahon could just be fucking mundane as fuck, and you know something else bigger drops. Like if we see, if we find out like Vince McMahon was pushing fucking weight or something, and like the flights to fucking Europe and Dubai and that was like, oh yeah, or the neck right next to the right next to you know Mark Henry's fucking luggage, it was just a sack of cocaine. <laughs> like if we start finding out shit like that or again yeah uh, those trips to Dubai that was you know 
the wrestlers didn't know, but they were making a stop pit stop at Epstein Island. Then you know things could get super interesting. Outside no, of that, huh? No, I'm telling him to wait in the car while you go do your thing. It's crazy. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right back. Chill here on the fucking tarmac. <laughs> uh, anything else for us, Kyla? Yeah. With Kevin Dunn currently expected to remain with WWE, at least temporarily, how long do do or should we expect to see Kevin Dunn's production style still being employed? Well, let me tell you this, uh, brother. I, I think he's actually – now, it could be because I haven't watched it in a, in a while consistently, and I'm just not used – I think he's calmed down. I think when the women were having their fight and he was cutting from one to the other, I thought that was actually good and added to – it wasn't like frantic trying to, trying to add action by having your camera move or cut a bunch of times just to – to simulate action. This was, we got to keep up with this fucking fight. There's six different people fighting, three sets of fights going on. We got, we trying to show everything. But I don't think he's been cutting to the crowd. All the things that were really annoying about Kevin Dunn's production haven't been, uh, at least in the two or three weeks I've been watching again uh, consistently. I haven't, I haven't been annoyed with anything production-wise. He didn't miss a pinfall because he was, because some, you know, jackass in the crowd had a fucking weird face that he wanted to, you know, cut to or anything like that. It's just been, you know, no, when you don't think about those things, that typically means they're doing good stuff. So, but when can we uh, expect him to maybe step away? Because he's been very clear when Vince is done, I'm done. I, I think he gives them probably to the end of the year. Uh, I don't know how the contracts, if he's locked in for uh, X amount of years. I'm sure there's a get out, get away clause and stuff like that. And I don't think Triple I don't think you want a guy that, to be there that doesn't want to be there, especially in that prominent of a role. Um, the thing with Kevin Dunn is now his ideas aren't being listened to or they're being listened to and fucking ignored. <laughs> but his just production stuff, the technical stuff he does, he's a goddamn professional, been doing this shit three decades or, you know, longer. I, I don't, I, I yep. yeah. If Kevin Dunn could just for stay forever, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind. Like he does his job and he's good at it. He's just, you know, don't listen to him when he says, she doesn't have any movies or whatever the fucking quote that everybody, yeah. <laughs> fucking buck tooth asshole says uh yeah so maybe the end of the year maybe you know because i think his his original team from nxt is probably triple h's team production team is gone or or it certainly isn't the team he had in say 2017 18 or something like that who was ready to take over the fucking world production wise like oh yeah kevin dunn left today we gotta we can move these folks in and and be seamless I don't know if that exists that's, now, so go ahead. That's pretty much that's pretty much the the only reason why I think that 
they're leaving him in there is because Triple H has so much work to do assembling a new team of producers and and presidents and vice presidents of that department. Yeah, I I I think they probably probably said, look, uh, I know you said when Vince goes, you go, but there's no way you can just, you know, leave, you know, week or a month after Vince goes. Give us till the and Kevin Dunn might fucking around and figure out like, hey, why leave? I'm making some ton, ton of money. I'm still it ain't like it's a physical thing. I'm still good at. I could do this literally until I just my eyes and ears and shit fail me. <laughs> So, if he wants to, if he wants to, wants to go, you know, give just do the courtesy yeah. of uh, of giving him uh, the time to put in place a new team because everybody knows. Well, if Vince was still here, you'd still be here. So it ain't like you're on some time crunch. You ain't trying to trying to retire before it's X amount of eight, you know, a certain age or. Once your kid gets to college or whatever those things are, it's like no, that, that's not it. So you can you can stay for another six months and let us uh, transition to a new team, and even be a pal and train the new guy. <laughs> yeah. Does NXT maybe that's too much to ever go back to full, full sale or go back on the road now? Now with with Triple H running things again. Any thoughts on that, Cam? Um, I don't think they go back to full sale. I like how it looks. Like I, I like the the aesthetic of, of that building. Back on the road, I mean, they do spots in Florida. Um, so they're technically on the road now, and they kind of do the southeast. I think that continues. Yeah. Yeah, NXT is the really interesting, interesting property of the three that I guess Triple H. Uh, you know, could, does NXT go from you know his baby to afterthought because the money the money maker Raw and SmackDown has to be prioritized? I think you're going to see people come up more than usual, not because they're getting poached from NXT, but NXT sees the potential in them. So I think you'll see more interchangeable pieces. Um, I think people will spend less time in NXT than they have. Like, a year from now, I feel like Mello, Braun, and Grayson Waller will all be on the main roster. Okay. Um, on the women's side, like, it's a bit harder to tell. Um, but, like, I can see Zoe Stark, Roxanne Perez definitely being up there. Uh, just based on, like, how good they are and how they're pushed. I think you'll spend less time in NXT uh, trading more. All right. Cool, Colin. Good talking to you, man. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you next week. All right. All right. Let's uh, wrap things up. Well, we got 419. If you want to uh, jump in 419, put your hand up. Uh, press 1. But let's go to Chicago, talk to Boris real quick. Uh, Boris, what you got for us? What up? Um, I did see a clip of Bailey. I'm loving the, the the new the new parts of the women's division that is on display right now. And Monday, 
and Bailey is just a good heel. How about how about her messing up? How about her messing up, flub, yes, flubbing her line, and yes. and going with it, and and going, yeah, I know I got it wrong, you fucking morons, <laughs> you know, shut up. Exactly. But acknowledging it and going with it like you like you would, not just pushing through it because it's a fucking script and you know you don't want to ever make a mistake. People make mistakes. That's that, that happens. Like, have y'all seen the 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 Ernie Ladd interview where he? Uh, he like has ended. He has like a burp or something like goes on in his chest. You know, has a little hiccup or something, and it was just weird. But god damn, he played he played it perfectly. Like, oh, I'm getting indigestion just thinking about this, man. You know, like whoa. He didn't. You know, that was an, an embarrassing kind of thing. You're in the middle of this tough guy fucking talk, and then you go, well, that. <laughs> you know, because your because your fucking lungs want to do a thing, and the way he just incorporated it into his, you know, snarling, oh, I can't even think about that man without even feeling sick and wanting to throw up or whatever the line was. I, I kind of, it wasn't that. Bailey didn't do, you know, but she she played it right. And I wonder if, you know, it's because she has the freedom to turn to the crowd and go, mm-hmm. you know, and improvise a little bit. Like Drew with Cody or whatever the kid, Colt, uh, a week or two ago. Uh, was was improvised and yeah, yeah already it's paying dividends. Some, of course, we're going to get a cringe shit or just because that's just what happens. But I think it's well worth letting these guys and girls go out here and just be themselves a little more than mm-hmm. they have been. But yeah, yeah, Bailey's good. I, I thought mean, I was... we, we've known that for a long time, but yeah, yeah, it just. It felt, it felt good, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is my first time actually seeking out clips. You know, I went to look at some high. I looked at the highlights. Look at you. You where I re- was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Coming, did, coming did along. We have uh, the uh, the uh, the the boy on his on his show on the shoulder. Um, the son. Oh, uh, Dom, Dominic. Son. Did she have? Hell did yeah. She, yeah. Did she carry him out? Carry out. It all did wait. He wasn't posting <laughs> or nothing. He was just lifting all 20 or whatever of them just on her shoulders. And she walked out to casual shit. Like, and, yes. you know. And, and laid him down. Didn't dump him. Didn't didn't go, oh, God, I'm super tired of carrying this guy and just dump. You know, she made sure, uh, you know, she took, she, she took care of him on his way down, which, you know, that's just strength to do that. Yeah. And they did a really good makeup job. Like those look like some real yes. uh, bruising and scrapes and stuff. Someone, I, I was listening to a show. Someone actually predicted something like this that the, 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 that she was going to torture Ray, like a because he he the right visual or the right person to be uh, uh, with a a, per, a female that's dominant over him, and mm-hmm. to see. Her walk out like that with him, I was like, I just pictured that whole scene that the person had said. I was like, oh my god, I hope they continue to have a way of doing this where she keeps on doing things to him, you know? Because yeah. who would want to be in that spot where it, it, it seems like that's where they're going? Because she's been targeting him specifically for like three straight weeks, and she did mush his sister too. So I mean, maybe she just got a problem with the whole material children. <laughs> I like um, 
KO was dominant again. He was, it felt Yo. like he was the old KO. Man, Yo, put that man like, fine um, through that damn ring, the uh, uh, ring apron. <laughs> Stretching him out, I was like, is that enough for a stretcher job? But make let it be enough. It's got it, you know. I, I'm cool with retraining the audience and the not. You don't have to. Guys, guts got to be spilled. The fucking uh, and and Owens didn't. They went to commercial. I was waiting for him to go back and beat him up some more. They just left it at that. Simple. Because when he does go the extra mile, it'll mean even more when he when he's super brutal to the next person, not just the the spine bust or the power bomb onto the ring apron, but then more. And yeah, yeah, you don't want to you know shoot your wide the, the first time out. But yeah, they 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 wrote that man off. Maybe maybe Elias will maybe give him three weeks, grow his beard back, and Elias will be back. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. It's like, man, so I just like these yeah. subtle, the subtle movement that they're doing, and, and, and it's actually bringing me back. And really, it's just me seeing that clip of Bailey making that mistake, and I was like, oh my God, where has she been all this time? You know what I'm saying? She knows she's and not so going to get I'm chewed excited. out backstage, potentially, you know, when, or 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 get that look of disappointment when she goes backstage through Gorilla. You know, from Vince, like, you know, you flubbed your line. Like, I shouldn't be out there saying fucking lines in the first place, god damn it. <laughs> so, all right. All right, man, we, we're going to go. This, we talk to you. Oh, one, yeah, hurry one, up. One, up. More, one, more, one more question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Japan. My, I love this version of G1 and Lance Archer on commentary. I hope they continue to do this because it, it just, hmm. you can't, when you hear him talk, he's like, this ain't the monster that I see on the screen. This ain't the murder, the murder, the murder hornet, murder, right. murder demon. Murder he's hawk. really murder intelligent. Hawk. Yeah. Very, uh, right. He's very intelligent, uh, articulate, and he, calm talking. It just blew me away. But that's my that's that's my thing for now. Uh, see you on the other side, guys. Cool, man. Well, me. Dying. Time for Quake by the Lake. Um... Tell me you, you listened to the uh, the Uzi EP. I have not. You have not? God damn it. That shit. Bumps. I definitely get to me down. God damn it, Bumps, yo. Like, I'm not even the, you know, like, he's fine. Like, I fucks with him. And I got all this shit, you know, at least the last couple years. But this is better than all of them. Okay. I'm going to so, Yeah. So, okay. That does it for... Uh, for us this week, we'll, uh, speaking of Uzi, we're going to uh, wrap things up. If you're listening to this in podcast form, uh, click over. Rich and I will be by for another couple of hours of, uh, of content. We've, uh, maybe I'll watch, you watch that group, the group shorts? I wonder if he's watching I've not them. watched maybe. it. I'll probably keep that Friday. Yeah, maybe I'll watch him now and so we have something to talk about. Uh, MCU stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll get at y'all next week. Cam and I, again, Rich and I will be by for VIP, so tune into that if you are a VIP member. Uh, so until next time, for Cam, uh, I'm Trav. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week. We out.
Come on. 